Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Every great gift giver needs two things. A well-manicured calendar to remember birthdays and anniversaries, and a one-stop shopping site that has amazing gifts for every occasion. That's why I use Celebrations Passport from the 1-800-Flowers family of brands. Celebrations Passport gives me free shipping on thousands of amazing gifts. And the more gifts I give, the more perks and rewards I earn. Learn more at 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. Hey, book lovers. Want to hear a story? Welcome back to Storytime with M. This is a mini episode from M's Books and Cats podcast, where I am sharing my book, Catching Cats, a chapter a week. This week is chapter eight. Enjoy. I wake after a night of uneasy dreams to find Rav sitting on the edge of my bed. I sit up quickly and clutch the blankets to my chest. I know I locked the door when I went to bed. So how did he get in? Rav holds a finger up to his lips and motions for me to follow him. We tiptoe down the curving staircase. The marble is cold under my feet. In the kitchen, Rav throws open the door and steps into the darkness. I hesitate in the doorway. Rav taps his foot impatiently. Come on, you're safe with me. I just renewed my protection charms. The cats won't even know we're here. He holds his hand out. I have to step through the doorway to reach him. He grabs my hand and pulls me close. Hand in hand, we walk out into the field and look up at the sky. I am uneasy in the dark. The noises of the night are far more frightening. I can hear them. The cats. The sounds are distant and come from the western side of the forest. Rav sits down and pats the grass beside him. Sit. It's perfectly safe. I'll protect you. His smile is bright in the moonlight as it slips out for a rare appearance between the clouds. As I settle myself on the cold ground, I glance up to see a candle appear in the window above. And a face. Nessa is watching. She jerks the curtain shut when she sees me staring. She looks angry. I wonder if I should mention it to Rav, but I haven't yet decided about him. I'm not sure why, but something feels off. On the outside, he seems like a nice guy. There is no reason not to trust him. I just don't. After an excruciating hour of listening to Rav talk about constellations and astrology, I yawn massively and excuse myself. I hurry up the cold marble stairs and down the hall to my room. I notice Nessa's door is open just a little, and I see her peeking out into the hallway. I smile and give a little wave. It's embarrassing. I don't know why I did it. Nessa rolls her eyes and closes her door firmly. I hear the sound of the lock sliding into place. I slip into my own room and lock the door. Laying under the heavy, warm blankets, sleep takes over surprisingly quick. My eyelids are heavy, and I don't fight to keep them open. I tumble into a dreamless slumber and open my eyes after what feels like only a few minutes. It is morning. Sunlight is creeping in. I hear voices coming from the big room, so I climb out of bed and hurry down the hall. 
They stop talking when I come in. Lady Morgan's smile blinks back on, and she comes forward to greet me. Rav takes my hand and seats me next to him on Nessa's thin black sofa. It makes me uncomfortable. Lady Morgan looks concerned. But Rav laughs. You two are funny. Relax. You can sit wherever you want. Nessa is no longer a problem. What do you mean? Lady Morgan's eyes grow dark with suspicion. Where is Nessa? I took care of her. Lady Morgan drops down onto the chaise. Are you serious? The older woman asks in disbelief. Rav shrugs and looks at me. I took care of a problem. Now it's just you and me. His face is inscrutable. I know nothing about him. This is weird because I know a lot of things about a lot of people. Millions of people. The fact that he accidentally got left out seems a little suspect. What did you do? My voice wavers dangerously high. Rav smiles. You have to admit she was becoming a bit unstable. Ness's temper, it's... An inferno, I finish. So what if she had a temper? What did you do to her? Rav's eyes are pools of darkness. A slight shiver tingles around my spine. I took her into the forest. And then I ran away. Time freezes. My heartbeat slows. Everything does. Lady Morgan tries to slap Rav, but he grabs her hand and snaps her wrist. The sound is ghastly. So is the wail she makes the moment the shock wears off and the pain sets in. I notice her hair has gone completely white. She'll die. I want to scream at him, but my mouth moves too slowly. The words come out calm and serene. She already has. His smile. His bright, white smile. It makes me so angry that for a while everything goes red around the edges. Sparks dance in my eyes. I lunge at him, and with a flick of his wrist he sends me flying back into the fireplace. The ashes are cold, but the stone is hard. The wind is knocked out of me and my back aches as I struggle for air. Be calm, Lark dear. Lady Morgan's voice shakes slightly, revealing her fear. We all need to be calm. How right you are, mother, Rav says. Lady Morgan is my mother. Did she not mention it? How odd. Mother is so very proud of me. Aren't you, mother? He sneers at Lady Morgan, whose eyes fill with tears. Tell her about the contest. I think it's time she knows what her brother did. Jeremy. My heart sinks a little. The drawings of those beasts still haunt my nightmares. What did Jeremy do? The calmness of my voice surprises me. Rav grins even wider. He agreed to compete. The potential was there, but then the accident happened, and we realized he wasn't the right one. What accident? Still mostly calm. Rav points to Lady Morgan, who has retreated to the top of the stairs. She tried to do that info dump thing on him first. The kid couldn't take it. Fried his brain. Too much magic. Jeremy? My voice wavers this time. Tears threaten to spill. I'm sorry, Lark, dear. We were so certain he was the one. But we were wrong. It was you. 
You broke him. I'm sorry, she whispers. You killed him. She nods and tears slip down her cheeks. Rav laughs and claps his hands together. Magnificent performance, mother. Very moving. The tears were a nice touch. He crosses the room in a few strides and grabs my arm. His fingers dig into my flesh. Here's the thing, Lark, dear. My mother is dying. You've seen the accelerated aging process. The end is very close now. The night of the full moon. Two nights from now. We're running out of time. Well, things have certainly started now, haven't they? Lady Morgan snaps at him. You couldn't wait. Rav rolls his eyes. You're dragging your feet. You should have begun days ago. We are running out of time. I'll live as long as I want. You owe me that much. Another eye roll. Even you cannot hold off death. My time is coming whether you like it or not. He walks away from us. Lady Morgan crosses to me and takes my hands in her thin, frail one. The good one. She gives me a sad smile. Luckily, her teeth are hidden behind her lips. I'm so sorry, Lark, dear. I ball my hands into fists and shake my head. Tell me the truth. I'm not sure, she begins. Now. She presses her fingertips together and exhales loudly. Very well. A game has begun. My son started it without my blessing, but once it begins, it must continue until the end. Rav is right. We are all running out of time. Nessa is dead. I'm dying. And so is one of you. Which one will it be? You must enter the forest and see. A competition. Lady Morgan nods. A small, satisfied smile creeps onto her face. Yes. One of you will die. One of you will come back here and replace me. She squeezes her hands together, though I can tell it pains her. I hope it is you, Lark, dear. My son is not meant to be a ruler. He should not be given power. I have done what I can. I wish you luck. She squeezes my hands and then throws hers in the air. Very well, her voice booms. Lady Morgan is showing her true power. The game has begun. Into the forest. You have until the morning after the full moon to bring me a cat. My knees buckle and I fall onto the sofa. Catch a cat. I am going hunting without being selected. Are they crazy? Rav has his charms and protections, but I am walking into certain death. Let's go, Lark, my dear, Rav taunts me. Let's go explore the forest. He laughs and runs down the stairs. As I go to leave, Lady Morgan grabs my arm. Did you find my gift? The stone. Yes. She nods. Her lips are drawn in a tight line. The wrinkles of her face have deepened. Good. Wear him down. His charms only last a few hours at a time. What you have is much more powerful. She kisses me on the cheek and ushers me out of the room. My steps are slow, and I regret every one of them. Each step brings me closer to the forest. 
Last time, I passed out just by stepping inside. I pause at the edge of the forest, shifting my weight from side to side but unable to move forward. Lark! My head snaps up and I dart forward, stepping over the boundary without a second thought. Maria? I crash through the underbrush and spot Maria waiting for me in a cluster of green-needled trees, unlike anything I've seen before. These are my favorite, Maria said. Smell them. I can't, but I know they smell good. Do they? I take a deep breath. Yeah, they do. I told you I'd be here. I wish you'd warned me. That's not how this goes. You know I'd help if I could. I nod. My eyes are burning and blurry with tears. I miss you. Maria looks back at me with a blank expression. I would miss you if I could. Nausea washes over me. I shudder. Well, I say, trying to sound braver than I actually feel. Let's go catch a cat. Maria moves deeper into the forest, and I follow. We don't speak. There is nothing left to say. And that is the end of Chapter 8, Book Lovers. I hope you're enjoying Catching Cats. I'll be back next week with a new chapter. And until then, keep reading. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals, like springy dragonfly-adorned handbags and jewelry, to gifts under $100, to the bestsellers on Mom's Most Wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself, too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com.